1: Hi, everybody. Welcome to this latest edition of Jumping the Gun. I'm Derek Gunn, along with Daniel Shabazian. And, of course, we are now approaching week number four in the National Football League. But we have to take
2: a look back at week number three first. And, uh, Daniel, uh, how did you do? We both did well this week. Uh, I think this is our best week yet. I went 12-4 and and got got the win this week. But uh, you went 11-5. and So we're both looking much better than we did week one.
1: Twelve and four. Dude,
2: I, I think you're messing with the numbers, man. I'm telling you. This this just doesn't seem right. I try to tell you about the Saints being the Patriots and the uh uh who else did I have? That that was uh uh Atlanta over the Giants. That's right. Atlanta over the Giants.
1: I'm not Two, buying it. Was a true a,
2: gut feeling, I'm true not gut buying gut it Jameis
1: Winston. I'm not buying him yet. No, no, you're not gonna oh, convince that, me yet. Oh,
2: neither neither am I, but I, I'm also not buying the
1: Patriots at all either. No, uh, I'm beginning to agree with that. I don't think I'll be picking the Patriots for a long
2: while, especially not this week. Yeah. All right. You want to get into it? Yeah, let's jump right into it. All right, we got the Jags at the Bengals. The Bengals are getting 7.5 points in Cincinnati on Thursday night. Ooh, Trevor Lawrence
1: hasn't lost this many games in a long time. I don't know if he's ever lost this many games. I mean, he's 0-3 right now, but he's going through the growing pains of being a rookie in the National Football League. Right now he has five touchdown passes, but seven interceptions. Uh, They got handled by Arizona this past week. Cincinnati, man, put it on Pittsburgh. I mean, the Joe Burrow, the Jamar Chase combination the former LSU uh, brethren is a beautiful thing. You know, Jamar has four touchdown catches in three games. And um, I'm gonna take the Bengals at home with the points.
2: I'm also going to take the Bengals. And not only is Trevor Lawrence going through growing pains, but Urban Meyer is also going through some growing pains oh goodness, as a yes. professional coach. So yeah. you have two guys that are kind of making their way in the NFL right now. Um, so I'm going with the Bengals. Their offense is a lot of fun to watch. Uh, Joe Mixon is having a great season too. I
0: think yes, he's number he two
2: in the NFL in rushing behind uh, Derrick Henry. He was last week at least. Um, so the overall, their has looked great. Um, Jamar Chase is uh, shutting up a lot of the people that were saying they should have taken uh, Panay Sewell. Um, I was one of them, but hey, they're proving me wrong. Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow look uh, like a lot of fun. They're going to be a lot of fun this year. So I'm also going to take the Bengals. Moving over to Sunday, we have the Washington football team at the Atlanta Falcons. Washington is getting one and a half points in Atlanta.
1: I, I can't figure out this Washington defense. I understand they're having issues at quarterback. But the defense was supposed to be the heart of this team. You know, they've given up in three games, over 1,200 yards in three games. And I understand the offense is putting them in bad situations at times, but still, over 1,200 yards they're giving up in three games. They got smoked by Buffalo. I mean, 43-21, wasn't even close now they're going down to Atlanta who's feeling good about themselves they get a they get a 40 yard field goal as time expired to beat the lowly new york football giants for their first win of the season i still think atlanta is a bottom feeder uh in the national football league but Tyler, taylor Henicky is just not getting it done you know he had two touchdowns two interceptions this past sunday against the buffalo team and obviously they're playing catch up, so it caused them to make some mistakes but I, I didn't think
2: I was going to say this, but I'm taking the Falcons at home. Okay. Uh, well, last week I picked the Falcons against the Giants because I don't really like what I'm seeing from the Giants, and they, I ended up being right about that. But this week, I'm going with Washington what? and Atlanta. What? Atlanta, For some, their offense just can't get it going. And that's the only – their defense we, – we knew that their defense was going to struggle going into this season. But their offense struggling the way it has. I mean, the Giants' defense isn't really anything to be afraid of, and they could barely get any points up against them. I'm going with the uh, with Washington this week. I think they just ran into a buzzsaw last week in, in Buffalo. Buffalo looks like they're figuring it out. I mean, they just shut out Miami two weeks ago. They they are uh, they look like they're getting back into the form that they were in last season, uh, and Josh Allen looks like he's uh, he's on a mission uh, at this point after that first week, uh, so I'm going with Washington here. I think. Wow. Uh, I think Washington finds a way to get it done, and uh, yeah, I, I just don't believe in the Falcons. I, I believe in them more than the Giants, but uh, but I don't believe in the Falcons. Well, a big part of the
1: Falcons' offense is trying to go vertical in the passing game, and they've not been able to go vertical at all. But I, I think I think they've tasted the thrill of victory, and they add to it
2: against that Washington football team. All right, uh, well, we, we disagree there. Um, next, we got the Texans at the Bills. The Bills are getting 16 and a half points on Sunday.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I, I hate to I hate to see my man David Culley in a situation like this, but, um, you know, Houston won their first game of the season and they've lost two straight th- since then. Uh, this is like David versus Goliath, man. It, 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 Houston, they may be competitive for a quarter, maybe a half, But Buffalo's going to handle business at home. I mean, Josh Allen's in a zone. He's coming off a 358-yard, four touchdown passing a game. Uh, They ran for 122 yards against Washington's defense. Uh, Slam dunk. Buffalo at home in this one. Slam dunk.
2: Are you taking the points with that 16-and-a-half?
1: Yes, I'm brave enough to take
2: the 16-and-a-half. Yes. Oh, you know, I think I'm I'm with you. Uh, I'm also going to take Buffalo with the points. This is, uh, yeah, I mean, I've already talked about how good Josh Allen has looked uh, since week one. Um, he's, he's taking care of the ball uh, better than he did week one. I, he, he went back to some old habits uh, against Pittsburgh, uh, and I think he, he's kind of uh, got his legs under him again. Uh, so, yeah, the Bills are going to be there. They're going to be one of the best teams in the AFC again this year. I'm going with the Bills with the points. Okay. Next, we have the Lions at the Bears. The Bears are getting three points in Chicago. Oh my goodness, if I had season
1: tickets for a Bears game, I would cast them in real quick. Uh, The way this team has played as of late, to the point the head coach, Matt Nagy, has already said all three of his quarterbacks come into play in terms of who might start this week. That includes Nick Foles. I mean, Justin Fields just got abused by Cleveland. He's gonna have nightmares about Cleveland's defense for a long time. The Bears' leading receiver was Allen Robinson who had two catches for 27 yards. Are you kidding me? Most receivers have that in two catches in a quarter. That was their leading receiver the whole game. And I, they had 46 yards rushing. You know, Matt Nagy was supposed to be this offensive genius. Uh, and since he's been in Chicago, really haven't seen it consistently. Uh, Detroit, man, they lost a heartbreaker. Why did they lose a heartbreaker?
2: Um, I'm going to take the Lions in a road in this game. I can't believe I'm agreeing with you. The, the Bears looked that, <laughs> that bad. The Bears looked that bad on Sunday that I, I'm also taking the Lions on the road in Chicago. Here's a crazy stat for you. If you include all of the, the yards that the Bears lost due to sacks on Sunday, yep. they had less offensive yards than Justin Tucker kicked for on the game-winning field goal. Wow. So Justin Tucker kicked the 66-yard field goal the Bears offense had less than 66 yards if you include the sacks. That's sad. That is really sad. <laughs> That's unbelievable. That was my, my stat of the day on, on Sunday. I couldn't believe that. Wow. So yeah, I mean I, I have to go with the Lions here. The Lions actually looked like an like a, a, a real football team on Sunday. The Bears, they couldn't get anything going all day. Uh, uh, Miles Garrett was getting whatever he wanted on Sunday. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh Next, we have the Panthers at the Cowboys. The Cowboys are getting five points in Dallas. Let's see.
1: Uh, both teams are two and one. Carolina's defense is legit. Uh, Dallas put a smackdown on the Eagles on Monday night. Their defense was flying all over the place. Uh, Carolina, I like their defense. Uh, I think that, that this is a team that that, that thrives on its defense, uh, being the energizer bunny for that team. No Christian McCaffrey in this game. Um, I, I think Dallas Dallas is turning the corner here. Dallas was very close to being 3-0 and right now, uh, except for their kicker. I can't emphasize that enough on that season opening game against Tampa where he blew two field goals and an
2: extra point. I'm taking Dallas at home with the points against Carolina. I'm also going to take Dallas. I think it would have been closer if McCaffrey was playing and it would have been a very interesting game. But I think missing McCaffrey in a game like this, uh, I mean, we, we saw what the Cowboys defense will do to you if you're just a one-dimensional team. Uh, The Eagles didn't run the ball at all against them uh, on Monday night. And the Cowboys just pinned their ears back and were rushing the passer. The corners were aggressive uh, and it cost the Eagles. So uh, it's going to be tough um, for the the Panthers to get anything going without McCaffrey. I got the Cowboys with the points as well. All right. All right. And next we have the Colts at the Dolphins. The Dolphins are getting one and a half points at home. Hmm.
1: Wow, this is a tough spot. Um, you know, Carson Wentz is playing on two bad angles to the point. He didn't even try to run or scramble. Uh, every time he felt pressure, he was throwing the ball away. Uh, never thought Andy would be sitting here at 0-3 right now. Uh, wow, this is a tough one. They, you know, twice Indian, Indianapolis had first and goal inside the Tennessee nine yard line and had to settle for field goals. You know, in games like that, mm-hmm. you know, you need sevens, not threes. And the threes cost them here. Miami played Las Vegas tough, you know, considering all the issues they're having. They played Las Vegas tough, lost that one by three points. Dare I say I'm taking Miami at home? No, I'm oh. not saying
2: it. I'm taking oh, Colts wow. on the road. <laughs> I set really? you up for that one, didn't I? You did set me up. I, I'm you taking know, I'm the Colts actually, on the road. I'm actually very happy you said that because I'm taking the Dolphins at home. I
1: knew you would
2: I, do it. I knew it. I, I, honestly, nothing is playing into this outside of the Dolphins are playing at home. Um, I, I just don't believe in the Colts at all. Uh, we're hearing that uh, Marlon Mack is uh, requesting a trade from the Colts, actually, being that Jonathan Taylor is their number one running back. Maheim Hines just signed an extension and he is more of their receiving running back. So Marlon Mack is kind of getting squeezed out over there. Uh, I'm yeah, I'm going with the Dolphins here. I don't I have I'm not very confident in this pick. Uh, the Colts very well could get their first win of the year here, but I just can't I don't believe in Carson Wentz anymore. He just doesn't look like a confident quarterback. Uh, the, the one that took us to the, I mean, took us up to the Super Bowl. So yeah, I got to go with the Dolphins, but I'm not feeling too good about that pick, honestly. And to think it wasn't that long ago when you were
1: a staunch disciple of Carson Wentz.
2: (laughs) Hey, he's the reason why I can't buy any uh, current NFL player jerseys anymore. The last (laughs) one I bought was Carson Wentz and I I just can't do it anymore. Only buying, (laughs) only buying legends from now on. Oh my goodness. (laughs) All right. Next, we have the Cleveland Browns at the Minnesota Vikings. The Cleveland Browns are the two-point favorite in Minnesota.
1: Wow. I, I can't believe how Minnesota manhandles Seattle. Um, Cleveland is, is what you think Cleveland is. They're a good team. They, they make mistakes. But, man, they had nine quarterback sacks uh, on the Chicago Bears and they ran for 215 yards against that Chicago's defense. Cleveland has so much talent on both sides of the ball, and I've said of from day one, if they stay healthy, they are a legitimate playoff team, no question about it. Now they have to go on the road in Minnesota, and I'm going to take Cleveland on the road in this game. You know, I know Minnesota had a great game against Seattle, The Seattle's defense is a sieve. Uh, I'm never, I'm very seldom am, am I going to side with Car, uh, Kirk Cousins in anything. So I'm going to take Cleveland on the road here.
2: Yeah, I'm also taking the Browns. And for the same reasons that you just outlined, the Browns have a much better defense than Seattle does, and I don't trust Kirk Cousins. And I just love the way the Browns play. They run the ball. Uh, they, they control the clock. Their defense gets after the quarterback. Uh, I'm taking the Browns You, I don't really have to think about this one too much. OK. Next, we have the Giants at the Saints. The Saints are getting seven and a half points at home.
1: I didn't think the Giants were going to be that good this season. But what has shocked me is Daniel Jones, with all of those weapons, um, only has two touchdown passes in three games. Now, they've lost their last two games by a total of four points. But when you have the weapons at your disposal that Daniel Jones has, you've got to have more than two touchdown passes. Now they're going to face a really good Saints defense and a Saints uh, team in general that puts a lot of pressure on you. I don't even think this game is going to be close. I think it's Saints all the way. The Saints go marching in to their third
2: win of the year. (laughs) Yeah, I'm also going with the Saints for the same reason that picked the Falcons last week. I don't trust in this. uh, I don't trust this Giants team at all. Uh, I don't really like uh, anything about the team outside of maybe Saquon Barkley. And we don't even know how healthy he is. He's been in and out of the game. Um, So he still seems to be getting his legs under him. Uh, I'm going with the Saints here. They actually have they look pretty good last week uh against against the patriots the defense they forced turnovers man uh it was good to see uh, malcolm jenkins get that pick six too yeah yeah all right next we have the titans at the jets the titans are getting seven and a half points in new york if it weren't for bad luck
1: the jets would have no luck at all um zach wilson another young quarterback going through the growing pains he had two interceptions against Denver Jets got shut out by Denver Zach Wilson right now has two touchdown passes and seven interceptions um, and here's another young quarterback he's not used to losing in this manner but you know welcome to the National Football League it's a whole different brand of football than what you were playing at the collegiate level uh, you know Tennessee has found its niche Derrick Henry had 113 yards rushing again uh, I don't think this is going to be a close game either I think it'll be a competitive game for maybe maybe a half, but when it's all said and done, I think Tennessee wins this game by double digits.
2: All right, so I'm going to bring it back for this year, and it disappoints me uh, to do this, but never pick the Jets. Uh, it's back this year. I, I can't, <laughs> I, I can't pick the Jets after what they've shown me this year. How do you? I mean, you get shut out by the by the Broncos. It it's just looked bad in every way. Uh, I'm going with the Titans here. Derrick Henry is he's back he's fully back in in the same form he was in last year and the year before that he's just a nightmare to tackle uh nobody looks like they they want to tackle him on the defensive side of the ball so they're going to be seeing a lot of him this titans team I, i i've always i like the way this titans team plays so i'm going with the titans here all right next we have the cardinals at the rams the Rams are getting six points at home in Los Angeles.
1: Wow, second straight week, uh, the Rams have a big game. This one, big NFC West showdown, battle of unbeatens. I refer to Kyler Murray as the, as the Energizer Bunny or the pinball wizard because you just can't get, to get a beat on this kid. I mean, he's electric, but he does make mistakes. And when you look at this Rams team, the way they bombed away against that Tampa Bay defense, Uh, You know, Deshaun Jackson had three catches for over 100 yards in that game. D-Jack is back, you know. The vertical game is back in the Rams' offense. I think the Rams just have too much for Arizona. I think it's going to be a good game, an entertaining game. I wish I could see that type of game in person, but I'll take
2: the Rams with the points at home. Oh Yeah, this is going to be a very fun game. I'm also taking the Rams, but what I'm looking forward to the most is seeing DeAndre Hopkins go up against Jalen Ramsey all game. Oh yes, that's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Uh, and I also want to give a quick shout out to my guy Cooper Cup for for winning me another fantasy football game this week. So the Rams, Rams have been my favorite team to watch this year. Uh, fantasy since, uh, football guys kill me. Hey, he's, he's been killing it. And I also have Matt Stafford. So there you go. The Rams, the Rams are uh, they have a special place in my heart this year.
1: All right, Mr. Tennessee football.
2: Yeah, but anyway, Rams Rams. and I'm taking them with the points here. Next, we have the Seahawks at the 49ers. The Niners are getting two and a half points in San Francisco. Here's another
1: big NFC West showdown. I never thought we would be sitting here talking about Seattle bringing up the rear in the NFC West. But such is the case. They've lost two in a row now. Their defense has been a sieve. Uh, 49ers lost a heartbreaker after rallying all the way back to take a lead against Green Bay. But you don't give that man Rogers 37 seconds, you know, to get down the field. So San Francisco is going to bounce back. Uh, and I believe it's going to be a good entertaining game, a good divisional battle. I think San Francisco with the points is going to get it
2: done. I'm also taking San Francisco here. I don't believe in the Seahawks team at all this year. Their defense can't stop anything. And the Niners, when it gets to the second half, they just have a way of taking the air out of the ball and just driving it with these slow, methodical drives. There. And they kept them off with touchdowns, which is which is a, a big part of that. You can't take the, ball out, the air out of the ball and just kick field goals at the end. You need to come away with touchdowns, and they have been. So they've been uh, very impressive when it comes to that. I'm taking the Niners here with the points also. There you go. Next, we have the Ravens at the Broncos. The Broncos are getting one and a half points in Denver. Uh, I guess the oddsmakers feel that Denver's a lot
1: better than everybody anticipated, especially their defense. Man, they had five quarterback sacks against the Jets, but then again, it's the Jets. They shut out the Jets 26-0, but again, it's the Jets. But Denver's 3-0, and it's Terry Bridgewater's world in the Mile High City. Baltimore, oh my goodness, are you kidding me? They get the doink off the crossbar to beat Detroit, 1917 17 and Justin Tucker sets a new NFL record in the process for field goals. Lamar Jackson was sacked four times in that game against Detroit. All right, here's my upset special. I'm taking Denver at home against Baltimore. Really? Denver at home. Denver's defense will get after Lamar Jackson. And I think Denver with Teddy Bridgewater has just
2: enough, enough offense to pull off a mild upset. All right, I'm going with the Ravens here. Uh, no real reason outside of Lamar Jackson. Uh, I just believe in Lamar Jackson to to pull this one out. I mean, I think it's going to be a close game, but at the end of the day, in a close game, I trust Lamar Jackson more than I trust Teddy Bridgewater. So I'm going with the Ravens here. Okay. Next, we have the Steelers at the Packers. The Packers are getting six and a half points in Green Bay. Since Aaron Rodgers threw those first
1: two interceptions in a season opener against New Orleans, he's thrown six touchdown passes and zero interceptions. A-Rod is back. I love the way he shredded that 49ers defense, especially in the clutch time. You know, Pittsburgh, a lot of people grumbling in Pittsburgh about Ben Roethlisberger, Mike Tomlin, the team in general. Hey, Cincinnati basically said after the game in the final moments of that game, the Steelers quit. Now, I've never heard of a Mike Tomlin team quitting, but they said said the Steelers quit. Steelers have some issue. Roethlisberger's not healthy. I don't think they're going to stand up well against Green Bay at Lambeau Field. I'll take the Packers at home
2: taking the packers at home too and after that game on sunday night it just felt like the packers were figuring it out i thought that felt like a very important win for them as a team and i think that was the kind of win that can lead a charge for them over the next few weeks or just going through the rest of the season uh to kind of round back into form so i'm going with the packers here steelers offense has i mean we've all, we've all seen it 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 doesn't look like much it, it doesn't look very threatening uh, and you need, you're need you going to need to put up some points if you're going to play against Green Bay, in Green Bay especially. So I'm going with the Packers here with the points. Absolutely. All right, for the, the Sunday night game, we have the game everybody's looking forward to, the Bucks at the Patriots. Tom Brady's going back to New England, and the Bucks are six-and-a-half-point favorites. I think
1: by, by halftime, a lot of people will be turning the channels. Uh, <laughs> because, you know, the storyline, Brady goes home. Okay, it's a great storyline. But I think this is going to be such a lopsided game uh, that people will lose interest in this game. Uh, Bill Belichick, obviously he doesn't want to be embarrassed at home by Tom Brady, uh, but I think, you know, Tampa Bay has too much firepower. Uh, They could match up with the Rams, but they have more than enough to overmatch a team like uh, New England. Uh, Rookie quarterback who's learning the ropes, another young gun who's learning the ropes along the way. And, you know, this is the first time that the Patriots – have been 0-2 at home since 2000. So it doesn't happen often, but this is a whole new era, a whole new quarterback, and a whole new regime. You know, uh, Bill Belichick's going to have to eat a little crow in this one, and I think Tampa Bay gets it done with ease.
2: Yeah, I 100% agree with you. This is going to be over early. I kind of feel bad for Mac Jones. I mean, the whole day, the people are just going to be talking about the other quarterback. Even in the game, everybody's going to be – Cheering, going crazy. I'm going, uh, but and then after all of that, you have to go play against the Bucks defense. <laughs> it just feels it like exactly. It's going to be a long night for for Mac Jones. Uh, but yeah, the Bucks with the points. This this one should be on uh, over early. And like you said, we might be switching the channel uh, during halftime. All right, on Monday night we have the Raiders at the Chargers. The Chargers are getting three and a half points in L.A. A lot of people talking about these
1: vegas raiders man they're three and oh uh john gruden says i'm not gonna harp on how we win just as long as we win miami went after him tooth and nail and it took a field goal um a 22-yard field goal as time was expiring in overtime for vegas to uh, pull this one out and go three and oh uh Derek has thrown for over 1200 yards in three games so far he's he's bombing away he's been accurate Uh, But there's just something about this Chargers team I like. I know the Chargers, I I consider the Chargers the heartbreak kids. Every year you get your hopes up about them, and every year they break your heart. But after going into Kansas City and holding off the Chiefs and winning on the road there, but then again, something about playing in Arrowhead brings out the best in the Chargers. They won three of the last four times they've gone to Arrowhead. Now they go home feeling good about themselves. Vegas coming in, big uh, AFC West showdown. I'm going to take the
2: Chargers at home in this one. All right, I'm also taking the Chargers, and man, did the Chargers uh, last game just looked like they were turning over a new page? They had—I feel like they had so many opportunities to let that one slip away, with uh, Mahomes getting the ball and, and then eventually throwing the, the late interception. To then the, the Chargers throwing the touchdown with with way too much time left. I believe it was 30, 30 some seconds left in the game, leaving it for for Pat Mahomes, and they still get away with it. It, it, it just looked like this Chargers team, that was a game that they would have lost last year at the end. So I'm going with the Chargers this week. I think they finally have have gotten over that hump where they just find ways to lose games. I love Justin Herbert. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a fun game, though. I'm glad this one's on Monday night. Uh, I get to watch the whole thing on national television. Going with the Chargers here uh, with the points. All right. Lastly... Keep them for last. We have our our disappointing Philadelphia Eagles at the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs are getting seven points.
1: I tell you what, man. Um, the city of Philadelphia, the media, the fan base is has been shredding Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts since that debacle down in Dallas. I mean, it was it was like a landslide, and it just never let up and Jalen Hurts is missing, the receivers wide open. The defense could not stop Dallas's running game. I didn't think Dallas would run the ball effectively in the middle of the Eagles defense. They were picking up five and six yards all night. I thought Tony Pollard, if he got to the outside, there would be a problem for this Eagles defense to contend with. But man, Dallas has so many weapons, you know, and the Eagles just couldn't match up with them. And now they're licking their wounds on a short week. They've got to come back home in front of an angry crowd Speaking of angry, uh, Steve Spagnuolo's defense in in Kansas City has not played up to expectation. Uh, He's going to have that defense jacked up, especially after looking at the tape of this Eagles offense. Uh, Patrick Mahomes and those guys, uh, I mean, when was the last time we were talking about a Kansas City team that's one and two? You know, it it doesn't happen, you know, and and Mahomes is going to be jacked up. Their offensive firepower is just too much. For this Eagles team, uh, this young growing Eagles team, to match point for point. I'll take Kansas City in a road win with the points.
2: Yeah, so I, you, you cleared that up. Uh, I made the mistake saying that the Eagles were on the road in this game. This game is going to be in Philadelphia, right. and the Chiefs are still, regardless of that, getting seven points in Philadelphia. So here's the thing. The Chiefs have had a hard time stopping the run. That shouldn't be a problem for them this week, because the Eagles don't like to run the ball, apparently. No, they um, run three times a game. Are you kidding me? Unbe- unbelievable. So yeah, I mean, the chiefs are going to win this. I'm taking them with the points. How about that for, for the Eagles defense? You get to go play against Dallas on Monday night, give them whatever they want. And then for the, as a reward next week, now you got to go against Patrick Mahomes and the most explosive offense in the NFL. So it's going to get ugly on Sunday. I'm taking, obviously I'm taking the chiefs, Uh it's, it, it's not looking too good in Philadelphia right now. Uh, hopefully, we can see some running the ball, some c- controlling the clock. The defense looked like they were on the field the whole game in Dallas. They just looked gassed at the, at the end of it. And I didn't blame them. I mean, there was no, no movement uh, on the offensive side of the ball. A lot of three and outs. It, it's going to be rough. Hopefully they, can, hopefully, they can find a way to make this competitive. Uh, but it's going to be a long game.
1: What we should do is take a pool, an over-under pool. Uh, how long will it take into the game before fans start raining down booze on the Eagles? That's what we should
2: do. Oh, I'm saying I'm going to say three possessions. Three possessions?
1: Three offensive was, possessions for the Eagles. I was going to say at least midway through the second quarter. At least midway through the second.
2: If if Kansas City, oh, by the time Kansas City is up 14 nothing, and uh, and the Eagles go three and out following that, I'm going to say that's when that's when we're going to hear some booze. You know what? I, I, I don't disagree with you one bit. Um, all right.
1: We're going to see how it all plays out. That's going to do it for the week four predictions of Jumping the Gun uh, with Daniel. I'm um, Derek Gunn. And, uh, of course, we'll be back here next week to talk about how we did week number four. And, of course, looking ahead to week number five. So until then, so long, everybody.